Welcome to episode seven of the Illustrated Agile podcast. This is Len Lagesty, and after a bit of a break, actually more than a bit, I think it's been over three months. Anyway, it's been a while for sure since the last episode, but now we are back with this new and fresh show. For the first time, I am recording this while on the road, so forgive any extra noise you might hear in the background. I was asked a little while back by one of the team members I was working with, when is your next podcast coming out? I said something like, I have so many things half done and I'm dabbling here and dabbling there. And she said, you're doing all the things you said not to do. So yeah, the student teaching the teacher. I knew then they would be in great hands when I left, which is the message of this podcast, leaving. If you've been a reader of the Illustrated Agile blog, this post may make a little more sense if you've read and heard the an exit strategy for the Agile Coach post and podcast. If you haven't read it, feel free to jump over and take a listen or read and then come on back. But this post and podcast brings those words to life. As I recently said goodbye to the people I was coaching and serving with recently and starting all over again with a new group of people. So with this post, I went back to the beginning as I'm making this move from what I've just experienced to starting all over again with new people and new challenges. What did I learn? What made these times with, with amazing people so memorable? And can I do it again? As the post mentioned, and as simple as it sounds, it all comes down to our investment in relationships. How much we put into those relationships from the beginning directly corresponds to the level of community or connectedness that emerges. And I think it starts with energy, with movement, with excitement. For example, people know they want a different workplace than what they currently have. So energy forms around that purpose, a mission, but they don't know how to get there. So additional energy is needed to create a spark, to meld with that energy. In my case, an agile coach, kind of like the lasers from the movie Ghostbusters, you know, you cross the streams and who knows what will happen. But once you have that energy, like, what do you do with this? They have energy. I have energy. It's great. We have all this energy. But now what? Well, to start, don't hide who you are. Be open. This is hard, really hard. But openness amplifies our energy. It connects our energy. It removes friction. It removes resistance. There are no barriers anymore, only bravery. I mentioned in the post, there's only one reason why change doesn't happen in organizations. Only one, lack of bravery. Everything else, everything else is excuses. But if you can combine this positive movement and momentum with bravery, with openness, look out, look out world. But now what? You have energy and bravery. What do you do with this? Well, now we need space. We need space for this energy to grow. We need new, fresh, possibly a bit of radical thinking to grow and fill that space. I've been doing this for a while now, and there are ideas people have been hanging on to for years, but just haven't had the bravery or space to share them. So sometimes this means those who are doing all the talking need to quiet down just a bit and let others step into that space. This isn't easy at all, but speaking from experience, you know, uh, coaches love to talk, love to hear themselves. It's why they start podcasts. But if you can create this space for others, it is the most powerful thing you can do. This doesn't mean we want you silenced, but to use your own bravery to teach and model bravery for others. So spend a whole day 
just asking questions and listening for answers perhaps. Blend it all together and you have the ingredients, the environment for change to take hold. An environment with a crackle of energy and strength. An environment able to handle whatever is thrown at it. An environment of personal and collective growth. Change can happen in an environment like this. Many changes are attempted without energy, without openness, and without a space for listening. They jump right to growth. Somebody says we're doing Agile or we're using the scaled Agile framework or any framework for that matter, and we'll overlay it on top of a no energy, closed down, non-empathetic, static filled, noisy culture and think everything will be fine. I'm just not so sure about that. But when you have a group of energetic people opening up to each other, listening to each other, and creating something new and exciting together from nothing, there is no other option but for a community to form, for bonds to develop. And not just a community, the noun, but people being in community and action, living life together, sharing joy and pain, highs and lows. Powerful, powerful stuff. It's what rocking chair memories are made of. You know, when you're retired and sitting in your rocking chair on the front porch, you'll think back and say, that was pretty cool. And we'll talk much more about this during the next couple of podcasts and blog posts, so be on the lookout for that. All right, as we wrap up with this podcast, I would just like to leave you with a bit of homework aligning with the topic of this podcast today. I would like to challenge you to run three experiments this week. Experiment one, amp up the level of energy you bring every day. You might be thinking, I'm giving all I have already. That's not true. There's always more. Turn it up to 11. This could be as simple as smiling, smiling so much it hurts, or saying good morning with as much zeal as you can muster, or spewing out encouraging words all day long. Or finding the new person and asking if they have everything they need, whatever, even the days you don't feel like it. You'll know it's working when people start saying, what's gotten into her? Or he's drunk a little too much of this Agile Kool-Aid, but that's okay. Give it a try anyway. Experiment two, open up to someone about something you might be struggling with. What is the resistance that you're facing? Now, Only open up with what you're comfortable opening up with and find someone you trust at first. It could be something like, I wish I could tell my boss how their behavior is impacting me, or I wish I was part of that decision. I felt really left out. What do you think we could do to make my voice heard? It's so hard, but it's so liberating and freeing when you do. Every time you do this, others will start to do it as well. So maybe give that a try as well. Which leads to experiment three, listen to someone else share about what they are struggling with. What is their resistance? If you're not sure how to get started, just ask. What are you struggling with? What is keeping you from being brave? And then just listen. Don't solve it, it's hard for me to do. I just want to solve everyone else's problems, but just listen. When you're listening, that space for growth is created and let the solutions emerge from that space. So give that one a try as well. Do me a favor, send me an email at podcast 
at illustratedagile.com and let me know what happens with your experiments. And if you like this podcast, forward it on to a friend, maybe a friend who could use a little bravery. And also maybe you could throw a rating on iTunes as well. That would be very nice of you. All right. Just wanted to say a quick thank you to those I have recently said goodbye to. You are all amazing. Thanks for allowing me into your life. Thanks for teaching me things and being so teachable. Every day was an adventure and I wouldn't trade it for anything. I truly, truly appreciate you all. Until next time, when we'll jump back into the chain series with the bird flocks and simplicity post for real, it's going to happen this time. This is the Illustrated Agile Podcast. <laughs>